Hello and welcome back to Namaste Podcast. I'm your host, Katie J. Before we get started, I just want to share two relevant announcements with you real quickly. The first one is an invitation to connect. If you are on Instagram, I would love to connect with you. My personal account is at Womanifester. That's W-O-M-A-N-I-F. E-S-T-E-R, Womanifester. And then this podcast is also on Instagram, at Namaste Podcast. So if you enjoy this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot of you listening to it on your phone, upload it to your stories, and tag me. I'll happily reshare it. The second announcement is about a resource that I am super stoked about. Every Monday, I sit down and I reflect on the past week. I collect quotes and conversations and all sorts of inspiration that has come to me through Source Energy over the past week, and I share that with you, and I write it all down in my Manifestation Monday newsletter. If you're interested in receiving that newsletter, just send the word newsletter to me in a DM on Instagram. That can be at the Namaste Podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram account at Womanifester. I look forward to connecting with you. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with the episode. Welcome back to Namaste Podcast. We have Shay from Rising Woman who I discovered through Instagram, but she's up to so much more than that. So I'm excited to dive in to learn more about Shay and what Rising Woman is up to. So would you mind just giving us a brief overview of how Rising Woman got started and what the original intentions were? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Katie. And it's been a long road. So Rising Woman originally was something that I dreamed up before I really deeply got into women's work. And I just had this inkling inside of me that I needed to heal with women by working with women. Um, I had a fairly up and down, I guess you could say traumatic childhood. We'll just call it that because it it truly was in some ways. Um, And I grew up in a situation where I didn't really have a secure mother figure and I had never met my father. So I had a lot of healing work to do. And one of the things that I was really drawn to was birth work and attending births and uh, being with women in that sacred time. I started studying birth and menstruation when I was 21 and I became obsessed and I just studied everything that I could possibly get my hands on in those realms. And I really saw it as this Uh, sacred rites of initiation for women and becoming and finding ourselves and rebirthing. Uh, And I felt that I had a lot of walls up around my heart. And I knew that in order to be present for a woman in her birthing time, I would really have to be able to walk into a room and drop those walls. And so I challenged myself to do that by becoming a doula and being in a birthing room with women. And it really helped me heal. And not only that, but It helped me grow in appreciation and love for women and our bodies and what we can do. Uh, So long story short is I thought of Rising Woman a a long time before I really did anything with it. And then when I ended up going through 
um, quite a traumatic divorce. It was very contentious. Um, there was a lot of betrayal and uh, breaking of trust involved in how that marriage ended and unfolded for me. And uh, so I was kind of left with nothing in the end, literally, like all of my money, my um, my business, my marriage, everything had just been sort of taken and crumbled. And in that, I really felt an opening for Rising Woman to, to come through. So I had this opportunity to build it. And so I did, but there was still something missing. I was still pretty deep in my own journey. And it just really wasn't the time. So I was writing and I was sharing, um, but it just didn't feel like it was the time for it to really be fully birthed into the world. And my best friend Heather at the time, uh, was watching and she was doing her own thing. And then we started doing women's groups together and we started leading in-person groups, um, doing a lot of facilitation. We started training with the same therapist uh, for many years in shadow work, transpersonal work, Tantra, uh, intimacy connection, all of that. And so one day uh, we just decided, why don't we do this together? Why don't we build Rising Woman together and make it a, a brand where we can share both of our writings, work together. We facilitate so beautifully together. And so at that time, we just decided, okay, this is going to be a thing and we're going to do it. And uh, we really started to take some steam in 2018. Uh, last year, we really started to uh, move on some of the things that we had in our imagination. And uh, since then, we've grown to a community of over half a million people. And uh, really, the intention behind it is to help people awaken to their true essence, which, you know, isn't like just a spiritual term that we're throwing around. It's really like what's underneath all of the layers of uh, protection that we have. Um, and we get there by doing, you know, shadow work, uh, inner child work, looking at our wounds, looking at our dark sides. And rather than uh, moving past those or trying to change them, we simply look at them with acceptance and love. And so it's really a process of integration that we want to take people through. Uh, so self-realization and self-acceptance, I would say, are at the root of everything that we do with Rising Woman. Uh, and that's kind of where we're at now is building that foundation. Who would you say is your ideal audience, the people who can benefit most from your work? Yeah, almost everyone. I mean, so when I first started working with my teacher, he's in his 60s now, and he I remember the first day of one of our classes, he said, I'm not a relationship expert. And if anyone ever tells you that they're a relationship expert, they're lying. Uh, because you can't be a relationship expert. There's just no such thing as a perfect relationship. And so um, that's really humbling for me. And I look at some of the quote, experts out there. And, you know, someone like John Gray, who's written all of these books on marriage, and he's been married something like six times. And I think relationships and struggling with relationships is just a plain old human thing. And, you know, primarily we work with women and women who are going through a divorce, going through a breakup, um, are in a relationship or a marriage that maybe doesn't feel totally aligned with their soul or they're trying to make it work or um, they can't seem to make relationships work uh, or they have children and they're trying to connect with their children. And that relationship is challenging because when we have children, 
anything that has been left unhealed or any emotions that we didn't learn how to feel uh, are going to trigger us when our child is displaying those emotions. And they will because they're such total human beings. They don't have um, all of those walls or those filters built yet. So we really try to create an open space for people to look at, um, we have a program called Heal Your Relationships, and we really want people to look at that as all relationships. So relationship to self, relationship to romantic partners, relationship to family, relationship to spouse, relationship to child. And through that lens, we begin to see that everything that we do in life is relationship. You know, how we treat ourselves, how we interact with the world, how we interact with our environment, uh, it all impacts how much our cup is filled or unfilled based on you know, whether or not we're in tune with what we actually need. So I'd say almost anyone can benefit, but we do tend to get a lot of people who come to us when they are in a state of crisis or a state of um, despair or confusion and at where they're at in the relationship, because that tends to be when we reach for help is when we're at the, one of those rock bottom, uh, rock bottom moments. Uh, so yeah, that would be almost everyone at some point in their lives. <laughs> you know, it's sometimes it feels weird to say pretty much everyone, but you're absolutely right. There is a moment or there's oftentimes a moments in those, in our lives where we just feel so lost and we need so much help and don't even know where to find it. But I'm glad that you guys are doing this work because mm -hmm. it's so, it's so necessary. Yeah. You know, all that it really takes is willingness. And I think that when, you know, if I had to give you one word, like who's the type of person that is the perfect person for you to work with, it'd be somebody who's willing. And that means like willingness to uh, look, willingness to feel willingness to listen and willingness to honor themselves because if we have willingness that's really all it takes to create inner transformation and uh, it doesn't look like the traditional personal growth path where uh, we're focused on love and light spirituality we're also really looking at those things that we maybe don't want to look at at all some of those things that we think make us broken or unlovable or the things that we fear are bad qualities. Those are the things that we actually want to create space for so that they don't dominate our lives unconsciously. So it's a bit of a different spin and it does take courage and willingness. And, uh, and once we're there, once we're willing, um, a lot can happen in a short amount of time. So. Absolutely. What are some challenges that you and Heather have run into when it comes to your facilitation work or growing the brand or anything as far as how Rising Woman has developed over the last few years? You know, so far we've been really blessed with an easy growth. Um, I, a lot of tantric practitioners or spiritual teachers will often speak about how things sort of naturally unfold and a lot there will be a lot of resonance when it's coming from truth so when we're speaking something that is coming from truth um, rather than originating an ego or story a lot of times it will be easier there'll be a lot less resistance and we've really found that that's true like we all of a sudden started growing 100,000 people per month on our Instagram channel and um, people were flooding through our doors in our workshops and we, were, we built this huge wait list for our women's groups and uh, it just sort of overnight started snowballing and we didn't really expect it, but we did not expect it. We were just sort of doing what we'd love to do and 
I'd say the biggest challenge for us has just been learning how to be in partnership. Nothing really to do with the business so much as our relationship because uh, partnership is hard work, even if it's a friendship and you have this previous foundation. When you bring business into it, it changes. And so uh, we both have our own wounding from previous business partnerships or uh, arrangements that didn't work out. You know, my previous business partner was also a husband and uh, he defrauded me uh, in my previous business. And um, Heather had had her own bad experiences. And so we really had to learn how to trust ourselves and our intuition, but also surrender into the partnership and really uh, show up without those previous stories and work together. And so it's taken us a lot of time to, you know, sit down and process and be really honest about our fears and um, what comes up for us along the way. And I think that we've done a good job of navigating it. We've had support. We've asked our friends to come and help hold space for us so that we can just be free to say whatever we need to say. And so far, so good. Um, it's definitely been challenging, though, because, you know, anytime you go deeper into relationship or into commitment, you will be challenged. It's just almost the inevitable. Like, you'll just hit a wall at some point and you have to ask yourself, okay, am I ready to go deeper here? <laughs> because that is how the nature of this works. But it's been a fun ride. So there are a lot of women and men who listen to this podcast who themselves are also facilitators, whether that's women's groups or moon circles or whatever it is. And I'm sure some of them are thinking the same thing that I'm thinking, which is, do you guys have any plans for putting together a program for facilitators? Yeah, you know, we've been asked that a lot and it's something that we're open to. I and mean, we have these women's groups that are local here in Vancouver now and we're doing training with them. It's just something that's going to take some time. So we're working on it, uh, but it hasn't come yet. And our main passion and focus right now is really doing the preliminary work. So when you go to school to get a degree in counseling or to become a therapist, you actually spend the first few years just doing your own work. And that is what you need to do to prepare to facilitate because any uh, fears, any judgments, any projections, any unhealed stuff that you've got going on is inevitably going to come up in your facilitation. So if you haven't dealt with that stuff, you'll be surprised at uh, what comes up when you're running a group or how triggered you get by certain people's stories or um, just certain people's behavior will bother you in a way that feels very intense. And so we really like to focus on the inner work first, and then it naturally comes when the time has arisen to get into that, like to get more into facilitation and to be leading from that place, um, which is how we did it. So we spent four to five years training first, uh, and then running women's groups, and then now we're facilitating uh, online and things like that. And so what we're thinking now is that a lot of times the uh, people who come through our doors, who come for their own personal inner transformation, are actually going to end up joining us later on down the road to train in facilitation. Because I think when we come into this work and we come in with this real willingness and this eagerness to transform our own inner worlds, there's a reason for that. You know, if we go through a really dark period or if we have really intense experiences happen to us in our lives, I kind of look at that as an initiation, like, okay, well, what am I, 
what am I here to learn? What is this experience giving me in terms of growing me in compassion and understanding for other people so that I can relate deeper? And uh, so if we look at it that way, then we can look at all of our heart experiences as the preliminary training to then step into service. I'm so glad you said that. That was beautifully said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So what, were you, what would you say is kind of the, the next step for Rising Woman? What is the, the next thing that you guys are working towards? Well, right now we are still growing and expanding our Heal Your Relationships program. So right now it's um, five video lessons with exercises and uh, a process to go through for healing um, your abandonment wound, understanding your relationship patterns, um, learning more about what's behind your blocks around receiving or giving love boundaries, all of that. And so we're still adding to that program. So we're adding a video library so that people have more access to more content from us. We're adding some parenting modules. Um, and then coming in the near future, we're working on a longer program that will take people through like a 10 to 12 month experience with us um, because we found that, you know, five to eight weeks just really isn't enough. So we offer the five sessions and then we give eight weeks of uh, coaching support. So we have a Facebook group where the, when you register, you get access to the group. And uh, we have Georgiana, who's a family counselor. She comes in and does a lot of mentorship. And then Heather and I pop in and do some lives. And uh, we just realized that that's not enough time. And there are a lot of people who they transform so much in those eight weeks. And we can imagine what would happen if we had like a full year together. So something that we're working on. Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing that when it comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I'm excited to put it together and to just, we looked at our program and you could really, you could spend months on just one of the modules. And so um, we're going to just expand and create different options for people who are really looking for a longer journey. So I'm excited. So let's talk kind of the back end part of business right now, just for a quick second, because mm-hmm. I absolutely love the design of your Instagram page and it kind of also is reflected in the website as well. And so I'm just kind of interested in the the photos that you guys have, the layouts and I mean, what's kind of your workflow and what, what have you guys found that works best for you guys? Well, so with the, with the overall brand and design, I mean, originally I was posting on Instagram and it was just a total mess. It, it looked terrible actually. I should have taken screenshots. And so, you know, we were trying to figure out what we could do to really increase awareness for our brand. And I started looking at all these different layouts and I was like, you know, I think we should do a layout. Like we should probably change this up. And Heather had already pre-selected these other colors, the colors that you see on Rising Woman um, for a personal brand that she was going to build. So we just used those because they were perfect. So uh, from there, uh, we had a friend who designed our logo. Um, her Instagram is ink.dust. She's a stick and poke tattoo artist. And so she designed the logo for us. Um, and it really is interesting what happened from there a lot of people started uh, getting our tattoo so they started getting our logo as a tattoo so if you go to our instagram and you click on our symbol you'll see like 50 different photos of people who have the rising woman tattoo and 
you know, originally it was a symbol of alchemy and transformation. So we had the moon eclipsing the sun. So it was the divine union of feminine and masculine polarities coming together to create integration, which is what makes up a whole integrated being, right? Like you and I, integration of our feminine and masculine. Um, so we're not seeking externally for wholeness and completeness. We are wholeness and completeness. Mm. And that's really what this logo represents. And we had no idea the first time we received a photo with someone who got our tattoo. We thought, wow, that's cool. And then all of a sudden there's this movement. So it's amazing. Every single day we're getting messages where people are getting our logo tattooed on them. And uh, so that's quite interesting. And free advertising. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it just was so interesting. We're like, wow, like people are really resonating with this. And that's a beautiful thing because uh, the message behind it, even if they don't realize is uh, about, wholeness it's about our innate wholeness as human beings and so um so we put that together and uh heather is a photographer so she creates beautiful visual art and she's just this creative genius in terms of visual storytelling so our skill sets combined we do a lot of photo shoots together and we love to find artists that resonate with us and we feature their art as well and we pair it with our writing And so both Heather and I have this like art of creative feminine spirit to us where we really wanted to educate in a different way. We wanted to create a place where we could combine art and education and share that with the world so that it resonates on an emotional level, not just some therapy page or some quotes page that you can look at with, you know, quotes all over it. We really wanted to convey um, the beauty and the artistic qualities of spiritual transformation and um, coming home to ourselves so we have a lot of fun with it and we love to just get creative and see what comes out of it and so a lot of these photos that you see of us are us just playing uh, in different parts of the world with a camera and seeing what comes so cool that's that's awesome that you guys just kind of seamlessly work together with that it's not seamless. I promise you that. <laughs> it's not seamless. No, we definitely have, we have our moments and we have our meltdowns. Um, and we're still, we're still learning how to make all of that work. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I've used rising woman quite a bit when it comes to full moon, new moon, moon information. And I just like doing my, my tarot cards and creating a little ceremony and all that good stuff. And so mm-hmm. I've always wondered, cause it's just, it's so much information and, and I've always read through it and wondered, where does this come from? Where do you, how do you have access to this type of information? Are there resources that you go to and then kind of interpret it? Or is it just kind of, where does it, where does it come from? Um, so for astrology posts, we actually have an astrologer who writes those. So if you look at the bio of the writer, you can see her name and her Instagram handle and all of that. And so um, we have an uh, astrologer uh, right now. Her name is Virginia and she writes for us. So um, that is sort of a realm that we have someone else come in and take care of for us. And then all of the other resources that you see, so like 98% of the writing is Heather and I, and that's, it just comes from the ether, I guess. It's like, Mm -hmm. we're either on or we're off, you know, we're either open or not. Something's coming through or it's not. And of course, you know, we've had, I've read 
30 to 50 books. I, I can read a book a month sometimes. So um, always reading books and training with our teacher. But I really find value in just quieting all of that and not taking anything in for a while and just working with groups or working with people one-on-one -on -one for a bit and then um, downloading whatever comes through from that. So it's a bit of a mixed bag in terms of our process. Gotcha. And so is the astrology, you said, you know, 98% of, of everything that we read from there is, is from you too. And so is the astrology pretty much the only thing that you guys outsource or are there, you know, you mentioned, you know, you mentioned um, having other photographers and that kind of thing on the Instagram page, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we feature other people's art from time to time and uh, we're really grateful that there are so many amazing artists that give us permission to share their art with our writing. It makes a big difference. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of the writing, it's all us except for when we feature the astrologer posts. Uh, and, you know, every once in a while, we're, both of us are just having a week where we're nothing's coming through. And so we might share a piece of writing from somebody else or an author that we love. Um, but we really try to keep the majority of the content uh, focused on what's coming through us in our own writing, because it feels like a very personal place to write from. So a lot of it is just us. And then of course, you know, as we expand, we're bringing on other experts to help us in coaching with our programs. So we have Georgiana, who's a family counselor, and she does so much facilitation and mentorship in person in our Vancouver groups, but also in our Facebook groups for people who register for Heal Your Relationships. And uh, so our team is growing and expanding and like we honestly could not do it without their support. It's just so helpful to have somebody like her on the team helping people and offering her wisdom and lending a hand. Absolutely. So when you're facilitating groups and, and working with people one-on-one, -on -one, how do you, what practices do you have that kind of protect your own energy levels? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a tough one because we're both super sensitive and I, I'll be honest in saying I haven't totally mastered that yet. I haven't totally figured out how to keep it clean other than the fact that we both have very strong boundaries. Um, I'm very boundaried in terms of what I will and will not give or um, what kind of energy I'm willing to expect, accept from other people. Um, and we're very clear in our groups and our containers what we expect and what that relationship looks like. Um, but even still, we're doing this deep facilitation and we're opening up a lot of stuff inside of ourselves and inside of others in order to create a passageway. So it's heavy work and we, we often leave quite tired and uh, we're both in human design, we're both projectors. So um, I don't know if some of your listeners might know the human design system, but it, it essentially means that um, we don't generate our own energy. We're very open and we're kind of picking up energy. And uh, so we both find that we really require a lot of rest and a lot of alone time. And whenever I go home after facilitating, I just wash my hair fully. Like I get it totally washed and um, I'll work with different plants that I'm working with uh, personally and, uh, and just create, safety for myself so that I can sort of be alone and, and be in my own field. Um, and I spend a lot of time in the forest as well because I live in Vancouver and we have this big, beautiful forest. And I always feel like I'm really cleansed and uh, replenished just by spending a couple of hours in the forest the next day. So those are my rituals. And, you know, Heather also works with plants and different things as well. So we just make it work and we're constantly learning about 
our sensitivity and how to nurture it. Very cool. And where did you, you mentioned the human design. Is that something that you guys have access to that type of information or is there someone that you went to that kind of gave that to you? Uh, you can look it up online. It's just, it's, if you Google human design, there's just tons of resources around it. It's also related to gene keys. Um, and so you can actually just go to, I think it's humandesignamerica.com. That's the free tool. We have the practitioner tool, but you can access that and then you can run your chart and it basically talks about the different systems. So um, it basically combines like five different astrological systems and the I Ching and all of that together to create this map of your makeup. It's like your human design, which is why it's called human design. And you could just go down the rabbit hole for like a million years and still never reach completion with it because there's so much. Uh, so it's like a certain type of person who really loves that. But we also have friends who are practitioners and things like that that we geek out with. But um, you can just get your basic chart done online for free. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah, I'll send you a link after and you can post it in the show notes. It's it's fun and geeky. I mean, we're astrology geeks. We're super into all the weird. So anything that is kind of out there and explains like the inner workings of the human mind and our inner nature and all of that, uh, we're into exploring. Yeah, yeah I'm into that kind of stuff too. So I'm uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, you'll like it. it. It's an interesting system. Cool. So what what are some one or two common misconceptions that people have about your work or the industry that you're in? Well, I would say, you know, what comes to mind for me personally is a lot of people, we talk a lot about conscious relationship. And I think a lot of people relate that to the relationship with other people. And while that is true, an element of it is working in relationship with other people, it ultimately comes down to relationship to self. And that's what we're here to, to work with. So even if you come to us and you join Heal Your Relationships because your marriage is crumbling, we're not going to focus on your partner. We're not going to focus on what they're doing or what they're not doing. We're going to focus on you and what it all represents for you and what's coming up for you personally um, and what you really need in order to feel safe. And so a lot of times we have to make that clear. Like this is a personal journey and you can't change your relationships by changing someone else. You have to go in, you have to do the inner work. And so when we realize that we realize that we really are, you know, the creator, let's say of our reality to some extent, I don't necessarily believe in free will or not believe in free will. I think there's just so many elements to uh, will make up the universe and our reality that I'd say to take full responsibility for that would be um, naive, let's say. But we do have control over who we allow in our field and who we don't. And we do have control over what we will accept and what we won't accept in our relationships. Uh, But we have a really hard time setting boundaries and creating a safe environment for ourselves to give and receive love if we are still hurting inside or we're angry at ourselves or we haven't forgiven ourselves or we don't have a strong foundation for what healthy love looks like. So the common misconception is that, you know, doing relationship work or doing personal growth work is about changing ourselves or changing other people. And really it's about self-acceptance. 
Uh, and the second piece I would say is around this whole personal growth thing. So we have a lot of people in the industry who focus on love and light and focus on, you know, just looking at the positive and everything. And there is a time and place for that. Of course, it's very valuable. We want to be positive. We want to look at the bright side of things. We want to be optimistic and we want to think big. And I do all of those things. I'm very optimistic in nature. However, what we don't want to do is skip from feeling our anger and our sadness and our grief to love and light without actually working through that stuff. So what happens in the spiritual realms is that oftentimes people will come sort of at their rock bottom or their um, dark side moments and they'll find something that feels really good, that feels really light. And so they'll go towards that and they'll sort of attach themselves to those beliefs and that identity of being love and light. And what happens in those moments is that our anger, our sadness, our grief, our, any feelings of abandonment or betrayal or fear, our insecurities, all of those kind of get swept under the rug a little bit. They get ignored. And so when we get deep into relationship, what happens is those things tend to take over because they haven't actually been integrated. So we take a different approach. We focus a lot more on the shadow work. So we take time to look and feel all of that stuff that we don't want to feel. And through that, we can integrate and accept it so that we actually can be more positive and more love and light, but from a place of integration rather than avoidance, mm -hmm. uh, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, it does. I'm so glad that you said that. Well, awesome. Those are all the questions that I have for you today. My last question is just where can people go to learn more about you and Rising Woman? So our website is risingwoman.com. And you can go to uh, Instagram, which is where you'll find most of our writing. It's uh, at Rising Woman um, on Instagram. And also on our website, you can find a place to enter your email address. And we send out emails from time to time with special content that we don't send out through Instagram. And uh, you can also visit uh, risingwoman.com to check out Heal Your Relationships, which is our program that um, we're currently running. And we also have a Facebook page, which is Rising Woman, but we don't post there as much as we do on Instagram. So I'd say Instagram is your, your go-to spot. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Shay. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again for joining us on Namaste Podcast. We will see you again next week. And for now, feel free to meditate to the soothing sounds of this terrapin played by Gabe Norland.